Bismillah Velhamdülillah Ve salatu vesselamu Resulillah Allah Almighty made this worldly life the place of tests and trials and patience and perseverance so whoever overcomes the trials is patient for the sake of Allah Almighty and strives in his way it is a right upon Allah Almighty to please to be pleased with them and to admit them into paradise and the person from the time that they start being accountable to when they are no longer accountable engages in a conflict with their inner self and their devil for their inner self invites to following one's vain desires and one's devil leads them to what destroys them and people are of two types the first type are those who are overcome by their devils and inclined to the worldly life and follow their lusts and forget the rights of their Lord. So their destiny is as Allah Almighty describes. So as far as so as for he who transgressed and preferred the life of the world, then indeed hellfire will be his refuge. And the opposite is for the one who overcomes their devil, subdues their inner self, and does not incline to the worldly life, and enjoys what Allah Almighty has permitted for fulfilling their desires, and does not go beyond that to what Allah has forbidden, and establishes the right of Allah Almighty in the best fashion. This type of person is mentioned in Allah's words, but as for he who feared the position of his Lord and prevented the soul from unlawful inclination, then indeed paradise will be his refuge. Whoever loves Allah Almighty and magnifies his symbols and confines their inner selves to what Allah Almighty loves will limit their inner selves to what Allah has permitted. And whoever lets their inner selves loose and lets it follow its desires will be deficient in loving Allah Almighty to the extent that they follow their desires and disobey their Lord. Abu Umar bin Bujid, may Allah have mercy on him, said, Whoever values his religion looks down upon his inner self. And Ibn Taymiyyah, may Allah have mercy on him, said, Love of Allah Almighty necessarily mandates striving in his way. For whoever loves Allah and is loved by Allah, loves what Allah loves and hate what Allah hates, supports those whom Allah supports and forsakes those whom Allah forsakes, there will never be love without that according to its strength and weakness. For love mandates getting closer to the beloved and distancing from what he dislikes. And when love is coupled with renunciation of what the beloved hates, then love is complete. Indeed, remedying the inner self and striving against it is from the greatest types of striving, because it is a struggle throughout the entire lifetime. And if one lives longer, the inner self weakens and it requires even more effort. Sufyan Athori said, I have not treated anything more difficult than my inner self. Sometimes I prevail and sometimes I fail. And Umar, may Allah be pleased with him, used to address his inner self and used to subdue it so that it does not prevail and drive him away from diligence. He, may Allah be pleased with him, entered in front of a wall and began addressing his inner self 
and talking to it, taking it into account. Anas, may Allah be pleased with him, heard him say, O Umar bin Khattab, leader of the believers, Wow, wow, by Allah, O son of Al-Khattab, you shall be conscious of Allah or he will torment you. A person may exert efforts for improving others, but may forget about his inner self that requires efforts to contain. So he leaves it to mount his whims and obtain what it wants. And he does not think that he needs to strive against his inner self. Rather, he may deny that and see that his inner self is in the best state or that at least he is not the worst of people. And this paralyzes him from striving and he journeys through ruin. The first step in striving against one's inner self is to admit that it requires striving and to look at its deficiencies, faults, and mistakes and compare it with those who surpassed it. And as the inner self is weak and the devil is always there, one must continually strive against the inner self especially since the devil does not stop or get bored of whispering to people's hearts and the remedy for that is always striving. Avoiding sins requires striving against the devil and requires resistance against the inner self that commands the evil and performing the obligations and recommended deeds requires striving against one's inner self whose nature is to incline to rest and laziness and striving against the devil, who dampens determination and weakens resolve and adorns abandoning and attaining good deeds. And it is the way of the prophets and companions and those who follow them to continually strive for the sake of Allah, and oblige their inner selves to attain good deeds and leave misdeeds. And whoever is sincere with Allah Almighty and strives in this matter, Allah grants him guidance and weakens the devil's power over him, Allah Almighty said. And those who strive for us, we will surely guide them to our ways. And indeed, Allah is with the doers of good. For the guidance is from Allah Almighty and the ones deserving it are the doers of good those who strive for Allah until he grants them what they seek of guidance. And the reality of those striving indicates this. Consider Allah's prophet Yusuf, peace be upon him. Shaytan called him to commit unlawful acts with the wife of Al-Aziz, whose inner self instructed her to evil. So her attempt to seduce Yusuf was adorned for her. But Yusuf, peace be upon him, strived against his inner self, and he did not submit to shaitan and to his base desires. So he said, I seek the refuge of Allah. Indeed, he is my master, who has made good my residence. Indeed, wrongdoers will not succeed. And he acknowledged his lack of ability and weakness despite his striving, and asked Allah Almighty for protection from this affliction and supplicated. He said, My Lord, prison is more to my liking than that to which they invite me. And if you do not avert for me their plan, I might incline toward them and thus be of the ignorant. Then Allah Almighty answered his supplication. So his Lord responded to him and averted from him their plan. Indeed, he is the hearing, the knowing. And this response from Allah Almighty to Yusuf, peace be upon him, was after Yusuf strived and was genuine in turning to Allah 
Almighty. And when a man asked the Prophet وسلم, to accompany him in paradise, he وسلم, said to him, Then assist me against your inner self by prostrating a great deal. And this requires striving. If a person realizes it, they will attain that which for they wish, and Allah will give them what they ask for as attaining what one wants requires work and striving, and it is not obtained by wishing only. So if working is combined with turning to Allah Almighty, a person attains what they want. Ubay bin Kab, may Allah be pleased with him, reported, There was a man, and I do not know of any other man, whose house was further than his from the masjid and he never missed congregational prayer. It was said to him, If you buy a donkey, you could ride it in the dark nights and in the burning sand. He said, I do not like my house to be next to the masjid, for I eagerly desire that my steps towards the masjid, and when I return to my family, be recorded as good deeds. Upon this, Messenger of Allah, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, said, Allah has granted you all of those rewards. Allah Almighty said, And strive for Allah with the striving due to Him. He has chosen you and has not placed upon you in the religion any difficulty. It is the religion of your father Ibrahim. He named you Muslims before and in this revelation that the messenger may be a witness over you and you may be a witness over the people. So establish prayer and give zakah and hold fast to Allah. He is your protector, and excellent is the protector, and excellent is the helper. O people, striving is more apparent in fasting than in any other acts of worship. For a person in Ramadan strives against the inner self and curbs their desires, seeking the pleasure of Allah Almighty. A person does not eat food, although they crave it. They do not drink water, despite of its availability and their thirst. <clears throat> and a person strives against the inner selves and abstains from all that which breaks the fast, seeking the pleasure of Allah Almighty. For fasting trains a person to strive, and whoever is able to refrain from that which breaks the fast the whole day is able to refrain from the forbidden the entire night. And whoever fasts from the forbidden all of Ramadan has proven that they can fast from the forbidden outside of Ramadan. And this is striving. O oh, fasting people, we were able to curb our desires, whether permissible or forbidden during the days of Ramadan. Why can't we curb ourselves from the forbidden during the nights of Ramadan? And why don't we do that outside of Ramadan? Our striving against our inner selves and devils in the day of Ramadan indicates our ability to strive and our attention to suppressing our inner selves. So why do we not continue in that striving until we attain guidance and attain the level of Ahsan, excellent, the price of which is sincere striving? So be conscious of your Lord Allah and strive against your inner selves, and strive against shaitan and his troops in this great month, and safeguard yourselves and your homes from what Allah has prohibited. We ask Allah Almighty to make us among those who strive in the various ways of seeking his pleasure, and among those who strive to protect their hearts, their thoughts, 
their eyes, their ears, their tongues, and all their limbs from the forbidden. Indeed, Allah is all hearing, answering. Hadha wa salatu wa salama rasulillah.